Good morning, listeners. This is Agnes Drew on day 1094 of Mercury, a broadcast of hope, here with Dr. Rosalind Clark. Max is out fishing. We needed some for trade, not just to eat. Word of warning today, listeners. We're reading another letter we got when Tom and Tony were here by a few days ago. And sometimes we get letters that aren't hopeful and frankly are depressing. We try to keep a hopeful spirit here, but the world isn't all unicorns and rainbows. And we think it's important to bring some of those stories to you occasionally. This is one of those stories. Agnes, if you would do the honors. To whom it may concern. I wanted to write this letter because I think someone should remember who my sister and I were, at least for a little while. Jenny, my sister, was four years older than I. Mom was a drunk, and Dad was just plain mean with a bad temper. Mom left when I was eight, and so Jenny sort of took over taking care of me. She stood between Dad and I when he lost his temper. She took a lot of verbal and physical abuse. When I was ten, she saw I was starting to get like Dad. So she signed me up for a martial arts school. Over the years, I learned self-discipline and self-control. Jenny always made me excel in school. She said I was going to college whether I liked it or not. Right after I turned 16, I was in my room doing my homework. Dad came home in a rage about something that happened at work, and he started taking it out on Jenny. I heard the commotion and came out. I saw he was screaming at her, slapping her and pulling her hair. I lost it. All those years of repressed rage exploded. I beat him very badly. After that, he never laid a hand on either one of us. He still yelled, but never touched either of us. I was just getting ready to graduate from college as an electrical engineer when things started going sideways. People were getting sick, and the government wasn't telling us the truth. At first, people started peaceful marches. Then they started turning violent. Jenny lived a ways away from me. Not far, but far enough. One night she called and said she was scared to stay alone where she was. As we talked, I looked and saw fires raging in her neighborhood. According to the radio, there were lots of police and troops making a line people couldn't cross. The newscaster said we should all stay inside. All of the roads were closed because of the riots. I told Jenny I would come get her, but she said she could make it, and she didn't want me out in this. She said she would walk if she couldn't drive. Then she said, I love you, and the line went dead. That was the last thing she ever said to me. I waited two days for her. When I was sure she wasn't coming, I packed some stuff and left. I went to her place first, but there was no trace of her. I wandered, full of rage and hate. I hated the fact I didn't go get her when I had the chance. 
and I was full of rage. The world's turned upside down, and there wasn't anything I could do about it. I killed my share of zombies and humans, in self-defense, of course. I got in this area sometime after that huge zombie horde came through. I tried to hook up with Paka and the clearance crew, but they said I had too much anger, and that was dangerous. Paka gave me a hand crank radio and told me to listen to you guys. When I did, I was blown away. You guys had lost everything, just as I had. But you were pushing hope, not hate. I realized I was letting the past dictate my present. I changed and started helping people, doing escorts and things like that. It felt good to do that. I was able to sit with my anger when I needed to, but I also got to hear more stories from other people who had gone through something similar and hear their reactions. Some people were angry like I was, but others had different approaches. They saw a way forward, whereas I had been living in the past and regretting everything. I tried that way of thinking and it helped me a lot. I didn't manage to completely get rid of my anger, but I did get it down to a low boil instead of the raging inferno that it had been for so long. And I realized how exhausting being angry and resentful all the time can be. Unfortunately, I won't get to continue that emotional journey. Yesterday, I was escorting a group when we were attacked by zombies. There were too many. And I told the group to run while I held the zombies off. In the fight, I got bitten. I know what happens when you get bitten, and I am not going to hurt anyone. I found a large piece of styrofoam and swim fins. I plan on paddling out to sea as far as I can. Then, when I turn, I will sink to the bottom of the ocean, where I can't hurt anyone. I, I can't, Dr. Clark. I'm sorry. It's okay, Agnes. We told his story. I think that's enough for today. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. Take care of each other. <laughs>